Welcome to Deep Americana. Today I'll be interviewing Matt Allen about possibly dying of cancer in the next six months. Okay, I am Ray Carney interviewing Matt Allen, a hardworking, adventurous, beautiful person. Who, who has cancer, and you have technically like six months to live to a year or something to that effect? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm down to, yeah, eight, a little, a little eight months now. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. So, uh, uh, what type of cancer do you have, man? I actually have a prostate and colon. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, the colon is actually in stage two, so. Oh, goodness. And that's, there's only three stages, right? Uh, well, actually, there's four stages, but... I gotcha. So, Matt, what... Uh, so, with all that stuff, man, I imagine that, you know, probably every day or... I don't know. Um, how do you feel... Like, how do you feel about death? What do you think is going to happen when you die? Well, that, that's where I'm really kind of undecisive on because this is the way I've always viewed it. This is the way I still actually kind of view it. It's, it's the fact that we're here until we get it right. Okay, and this is this is like like um, when you have deja vu and you know you've never been there but you know the whole way out. Right. Okay. Um, I think each time we're here we do what we do, and if we're not doing what we're supposed to, then we come back later on. <laughs> so, yeah, so reincarnation. Right. Yeah, man. You know, and I'm, I'm you know, it's, we're here until we get it right. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I, I, talking to somebody, or maybe doing something, you know, my biggest deal on the whole, whole death issue is not doing enough of what I should have done, not to put me up on a pedestal or anything like that, but to let people know that I was actually a genuine caring person. You know, because I, I'm, a, I'm an asshole. <laughs> right. I've been an asshole all my fucking life. You know, it's never gonna change. I'll just reach my bugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, a bunch of rich little punks riding around on fucking whatever the hell and things are called, rhinos or whatever. Yeah, driving down the highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I would I would counter you on what you just said, and and say that I think quite a few people remember you're a great person. You know. Right. You know, it, it's because one of the things that that, that really popped in my mind is accountability. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we're, we're accountable for all of our actions, no matter whether they're good or bad. Right. Okay, now, the main thing is, is when you're, when you're approaching death, you start thinking about the things that you should have done. Right. 
know, and, and there's, there's, you know, there's quite a few things I probably should have done. But I, I can't sculpture in the past. No. You know, because, um, hell, for all I know, I may be just a... Right. You know, I'm, I'm stubborn, I'm bullheaded. <laughs> and, uh, I always thought that me and my brother would be the ones that would break the fucking cancer spell. Right. <laughs> Well, isn't that, my brother gone, so I'm well, on my own on that one. <laughs> right. Well, isn't that, and that's something that took him too, didn't it? Uh, yeah, he was, he was still in the process of a, uh, which if, if he would have done what the doctors told him to do. Right. In the beginning, it would have never went as long as it did. Right. I mean, because he, he was on uh, prostate cancer. They didn't normally have it corrected and done for in 18 months. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was on. He was coming up on his fifth year of it. Well, yeah. Well, he's he was very stubborn. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but a really good guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he really was in his own way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and one of the biggest things, I've, one of the biggest changes I've noticed is the humbility. I have humbled a bunch. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, that right. helps. Yeah, because I, you know, hell, before that, I was, I was already making plans about and whose house I was going to burn out. <laughs> oh, God, it's shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back away, you know. Oh, yeah. But all that's just subsided. Don't even care. I mean, I right. to a point, but, but it's, it's not to the point where it, it affects my direction. Right. I was gonna say, man, you know something that I've learned in, the, in the, really the past few years. I thought I knew about it, but uh, just wasn't quite there. Was forgiveness, and and you don't forgive just because you, you you forgive you forgive because it makes you feel better. But you forgive others for the negative shit that they project on you, so you let right. go of them. Right. And a lot of it's that's a hard one to come to terms with, you know. Oh, yeah, and, and it's not so much the forgiveness part of it, it's the forgiving part. Right. Because right. it is very hard to forget when somebody's done you dirty. Right, right. Oh, yeah. It is, man. It's uh, it's rough. And that used to hang me up a lot, too. A lot. Um, in fact, you know, it. I was not very humble <laughs> in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, hell... Had ruined a lot of things from big galleries to contracts with different things myself. Right. And that's because I didn't understand how to value it. Um, and I didn't understand that I needed the money for it. <laughs> right. Which is, which is pretty hilarious, man. But yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. The, uh, yeah. So, are you going to go in? Do you. Are you going to go in for treatments on this stuff, or? Uh, well, here's here was the biggest issue. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you do chemo, you can't work. Right. Well, I mean, you can work, but you you got to work someplace inside. Right. You cannot be in the sun. Right. You know, and, and I'm really not an inside person. I can't stand inside. That's no, you're not. Keep an inside job. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I keep an outside job for the rest of my life. I love it. Right. Right. You know, and it's just, I don't know, it's one of those fucking things that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've watched my... Thinks and the way it wanders. Right, right, right. 
I was going to say, I watched my grandmother go through chemo, and that was just crazy. Well, and see, that's what really fucked me up on it, because my grandma went through it, and that woman was the strongest woman I've ever known. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she had fucking lymphomas, and then she went from it to, uh, oh, fuck, what was it, colon, and then uh, stomach cancer. All of that. I mean, she had all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that woman... <laughs> And it's still, even with her doing the chemo and shit, it still took her four years to break her down. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well. You know, and yet she was still driving saliva already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember one of my grandmothers was a devout Pentecostal. She had Alzheimer's. She tried to walk on a Tuesday, 15 miles to go to church. That was pretty crazy, you know. Tough, right. tough, tough people from those time periods. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, uh, yeah, man. Crazy. <laughs> so, so okay, so we're talking about reincarnation. So what would you want to be reincarnated as if you came back? Well, see, I don't think we have a choice on that. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I think, when, I think when, when it's here, uh-huh. and when we haven't completed our task, <laughs> right. then we'll rotate it wherever the next is. Because right. uh, I, I think all the paths are different. But you gotta go, if you don't make it on your first one, you're going to your next one, it's gonna be a different path. Right, right. Because it has to be, because if it's the same path, everything's really gonna be fucked up then. Yeah. So it's gonna be a different path, and you gotta do a different way to it. Right. In order to make it to the final destination. Man, I'd sure be ticked off I got reincarnated, and you're not gonna know you're reincarnated, and you just do the same shit over. I would hope I would come back as a cockroach. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. But, you know, and, and like with my mom and stuff, you know, when her time came, uh, one of the biggest things my mom always talked about was butterflies. Really? And I mean, she always talked about butterflies. She always wanted to be free like a butterfly. Huh. That's beautiful. And it's like, huh. And, and it's just all in the way we perceive what we want and where we're going. Right. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still unsure of, I, I know I went to church and shit. I, I'm very religious. I can be very religious. I know a lot of the Bible. Mm-hmm. My deal is, is you got to heaven and you got to hell. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, where does the earth come play in this? Right. You know, and that's that's my biggest thing. Like, why would there be that boat in the middle? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the earth is hell. That's where. I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know. Now, maybe maybe we're in the destitute of it and don't know it. Yeah, that's a that's a possibility. It is. A, you know, because you know, and it, it don't explain things to you in the Bible unless it goes into parable. When mm. it goes into parables, then it's not really explaining nothing to you. It's confusing. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of look at the Bible as kind of like a a metaphor for four things. And there's some things that I think may have been historically accurate, but I look at a lot of it as a metaphor for stuff. Right. Because... And, and that, like the, the, the Ten Commandments and stuff, okay? Now, 
way back then, you know, in, in the beginning, everything was unruly, basically. Mm-hmm. So what's happened there is somebody decided, hey, let's do this. That way we can put things in order. That way we're not unruly and we can advance. So if somebody that's just threw a bunch of guides out there, they will help you through life if you follow them. Right, but also in that same book, you know, it's okay to beat your wife and kill your kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's these metaphors that I don't think you can strictly adhere to, but you take the good things out of, right? Right. Um, and it's, it's uh, I think there is. Um, but yeah, it's, what do you think heaven is? You th- do you think maybe like a- people that are seeing aliens are seeing angels and maybe heaven is, you know, earth is hell and then heaven is the, is the galaxy or something? You know what I mean? Right. And, and see, that's the thing ever, because heaven is supposed to be above the stars, supposed to be above the planets. Mm-hmm. So there, there's there's a whole other universe above what we're what we see. Right. You know, uh, now whether it's you know like they they tell you when you go to when you go to church and stuff, and you know, everybody walking on the streets pure gold and like, well, you know, I have a hard time fathoming that. Right. Right. When you grab pure gold. And you squeeze it with your fingers, you indentation on it. Right, right. How are you going to be walking on pure street, on gold, on streets that are pure gold? Yeah. You know, that's going to be like quicksand. Right. <laughs> well, and if you if you think about it too, to like push in that direction more, right? Like, God could be a fucking scientist, and the universe that we see now could just be a petri dish. You know what I mean? And it's like that that's where I where I get out with a lot of these and I'll say ancient texts. Right. Because I've looked at more than just the Bible there. And it's like I think a lot of that stuff is because we didn't quite understand what was going on. And I don't think a lot of the stuff is word for word, not all of it anyways. Um right. you know. It's it's uh it's craziness. And it's like our, our uh, oh hell, whatever they call it, you know, where we come up out of the water as a fish and then we, I don't know, turn into a monkey and then turn into Evolution. I have, a, I have a hard time believing that we come out of water and evolved. I have yeah. a hard time believing that we were monkeys and evolved. Mm-hmm. Because the monkeys now don't evolve. Okay. I mean, you know, because if, 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 if there's evolution there, Evolution is going to keep evolving, no matter what. I was going to say, there are some things that, that have evolved. Did you know octopuses are the only thing on this planet that are like the X-Men that, X-Men that can evolve, evolve to their surroundings in less than 30 minutes to an hour? Damn. Yeah, there, there's like, there's some real crazy stuff. Um... And I, I can I can see how we you could look at that and not see that like evolution is happening there. Um, like a lot of my predominant thought process for like ancient ruins and things is that something taught us how to do that. Right. You know, and so with that, this whole planet could have been terraformed. Right. You know, and so you like there's these kind. That's that's one of the issues I have with like being stuck in a certain religion is because then we limit our view. Yes. 
Um, well, you know, you have a lot of Native American heritage. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, and, and it's been, that's the reason why, you know, like Jesus in the Bible, when he goes into parables. Mm hmm. Parables do not restrict you to one thing, parables open you up to a lot of things. Now, it's, it's figuring out what the parable means to get the exact. And that's where the problem comes in, because there's no way to verify that variable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it, it is. It, there's, and I think with a, just almost with like, with everything, what, what I like to do is kind of pick and choose. I know when my mom died, I did a, a piece with like our fingers touching a painting. Right. And it had a depiction of the Hopi afterlife. Right. Um, which was, I believe, was these levels, which I believe actually can kind of be, when you look at a lot of this, these things, they're talking about the same things, they're just using different terminology. Right. You know, hell, maybe, and I forget which Native American thing does, but maybe... Um, You'll come back as an ant person. Right. Yeah, I think it was out there in, like, Wisconsin or even Arizona. Could have been, eh. It wasn't the Anasazi. But, yeah, they talked about a lot of that stuff, like reptile people and ant people and stuff, which is just amazing. Right. You know? Well, I, and, yeah, have you ever looked at Native American, like, um... Like the ideas that we're in the fourth world and we are transcending to the fifth world. And, and well, I, and I understand some of that actually. Okay. Uh, because even even our scientists now have found a parallel. Right, 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 right. The dimensions. Right. But you no, know, anything, go ahead. Anything, anything in life. Okay. Um, which I've learned here the last couple of years is, is really come about. Um, anything in life, you cannot have one without another. You cannot have good without evil. You cannot have yin without yang. Uh, they are balancers. They balance each other. Mm -hmm. That's how it makes everything function. Right. Because if it was all good and there was no evil, nothing would be here. Okay. And I, you know, I, I think it is, I think it is a lot of that. And I think it is perceptions within that. Right. You know, like, you know, for some people, hunting an animal, even to eat, is not a good thing, which would be considered right. bad, right? Right. But that's how people live. Um, now, to go shooting other people, I think, is like too much bad. You know what I mean? And then, you know, and then like fake good to where you're, you know, selling Native American children for $11 a pop, which happened in the 40s and 50s, right. is like a fake good. Yeah, there, there is a balance to the things. Uh, it's, it's crazy because I feel like in, in today's environment, we're losing that balance. And, and technically we are. Yeah. <clears throat> there, there's progress. I live in a state where you can smoke weed and take mushrooms. 
and not worry about that, right? But that progress is coming after 50 years of ruining people's lives for no reason. Exactly, for no reason at all. It's just because somebody thought it was wrong. Right. It wasn't somebody, it was somebody that was in power. Well, and it wasn't even they thought it was wrong, but they knew that they could play off of what I'll say is ethnocentrism, which is racism. Basically, every drug law we have is based around racism. Yes, it is. And we don't realize that. And I think, to be clear, every drug has a place as long as it's used correctly. That's right. You know, if you... And, and that's one of the things I've I, I viewed, especially these last few years, is I wouldn't have met some of the coolest motherfuckers I've met in, in my entire life if I had not been doing that. Right, right. You know, I would not be where I am if I had not done it. Right. You know, yeah, I'd probably be rich and famous, but you know what? That don't mean shit. Right, right, right. You know, because you still got a cover story. Right. Well... And the other thing, man, is I know me and you have similar upbringings in the way that it was fucking rough. Right. And so I believe that drug use helped us process things. And, and it did. It, it leveled things to a, to, a, to a level to where I could get a grip on it and an understanding of it without it driving me nuts. Right. Right. Guess this is what I had as an option. Right. So it was the right decision, no matter how you want to look at it. Because people were like, oh, that was a bad choice. No, it wasn't. That wasn't a bad choice. A decision, a decision you had to make. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if people would get an understanding or shit like that, it, it would be so much simpler on yeah. I mean, I would think so. I mean, it's a lot simpler on me. Right. But no, I'm not, I'm not going back and say, God damn, if I'd done this, this would. No. At the time, it was the right decision. Right. No matter how I want to look at it, it was the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and when, it, when it plays out, regardless of right or wrong decision, you got to stand behind it. That's right. And you got to own up to it, you know, and you got to deal with it. And that's, you know, that's, that's fucking hard. That's where, where most people have the problem. They cannot stand behind it and they cannot accept it. Right. Well, like you, I know you're a bust-ass worker until you fell off of a goddamn roof. Yeah, exactly. And then I know your mind went was gone for a, quite a while. It was. I mean, it was totally gone. Right. Because you, you know, you lost, you lost your, your complete being. Yeah, because that's, that's the only way of life I knew. I know. I know. And that, yeah, it was rough. That's kind of like when my mom died. I lost my fucking mind. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Whew. So, what are you doing to deal with that stuff, man? Like, what? Do you? I'm pretty much. Uh, I'll, I'll pretty much do what I normally Right on. Right on. Right on. Talking. You know, I've looked a few things up here and there. Right. And I talked to a couple of different people. Um, you know, like one in Wichita, she's got cancer, and she's had it for a while, and uh, she's gotten, I don't know, she's probably taking some kind of horse tranquilizer, uh, extra vitamins uh, from a uh, veterinarian, and it's actually 
going away. You know, you know what that's a testament to right now that's happening quite a bit is we are in a hallucinogenic renaissance. Right. And that horse tranquilizer, I would almost guarantee you, is ketamine with vitamin B. And there's just, there's some a lot of shit going on with that. Um, like the VA is now giving that to soldiers for PTSD and shit like that. And I've taken it personally, and it fucking always gives me motion sickness. I don't know how motherfuckers <laughs> take it, but I know people that really enjoy that, and it really helps them with like mental health issues as well. Right. So that's. To me, that's one of the biggest progressive things right now is that we're looking at things that used to be technically illegal, and that is technically illegal, um, as, as ways to further medicine. It's just kind of, it's kind of like with Adderall, uh, meth, things of that nature to treat ADHD, right? Um, yeah, man. So, yeah. So with that, Matt, that's that's pretty heavy headspace, man. Like, so what is you know what what do you go through even thinking about that you may die? How what is what's that feel like, man? If you don't mind me asking. Well, it's it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. It's actually kind of tough to explain. Um, and it's and it's not the fear of death. It's the fear of pain before death. <laughs> Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not a big pain baby. I take a lot before before I break down. Right. You know, and, and uh, this shit's gotten pretty rough. Was, are you going through a lot of pain now? Uh, off and on. Okay. I mean, it, it's, some days are worse than others, and some days I can get up and I feel great. Some days I get up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I wish I'd die. I'll bet. I'll bet. Damn. Yeah, man, that's... I remember you told me about this, I think, about six months ago. And right. this is just this is real heavy. Um, but yeah, you know, one of the things I know through us talking that it hadn't stopped you from doing is working your ass off. Nope, don't do that. Well, and that's something, you know, I think that's, that's very positive, right? I mean... Well, it is to a point, you know, there are, there are situations where... I do too much. <laughs> well, yeah, overexert, yeah. Yeah, that's something you should probably really pay attention to. <laughs> I do normally right after it's too late. <laughs> right, right, right. It's insane, man. Well, hey, you got anything you want to add to that, boss? No, nah, nope, that's the gist of it. Hey, man, well, stay, stay on here with me. Well, this is me and Matt, Ray Carney, Matt Allen, signing off for Deep Americana. Thank you for joining us in listening to Deep Americana. Thank you and good night from me and Matt Allen. And thank you for listening to Deep Americana.